0: Hey, entrepreneurs, do you ever feel like just quitting? Just get tired, burned out. Even though things might be going well around you, you just wanna quit? Well, guess what? Me too. And it happens about every six months. And so I took a moment to write down about seven things that I see happen to me over and over again. I wanted to really just be very honest with you today. I wanted us to have this conversation because I don't think there's enough of people out there having it. And if all you know, I don't have a solution for you, but if all you know is that it's normal and that it's happening to many other very successful entrepreneurs as well, then at least that'll help you get through it. Now, I've been an entrepreneur Entrepreneur for coming on what, 2021 20, years. And in that entire time, I cannot tell you a single year. In 21 years, I don't think there was ever one year where I didn't want to quit maybe at least two or three times in that year. I kind of feel like most entrepreneurs are a little bit bipolar. So that's what we're gonna talk about. I've broken it down into seven main reasons that I find myself wanting to quit every six months. Let's talk through each of those. Now, before we get started, of course, I want you to smash that subscribe button. Then I want you to click that like button if you find me pretty charming. All right, so click that like button. And if you're listening to us, on any other podcast platform, please make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a great review. And of course, if you want to be part of my community where I teach people how to build information-backed businesses, coaching programs, courses, consulting programs, it's a free community, free newsletter, free course. Go to learnlurnexpert.com. Let's talk about this desire to quit and why I think it's normal and why I've never met an entrepreneur that doesn't have this. There's seven reasons I want to quit every six months. Here's number one, imposter syndrome. Can you believe I had no freaking clue what this was? It seems to be a really new trend the last couple of years, you hear about it a lot. And I kind of blame the millennials and Gen Z for it. I feel like they're really propelling this word. But I'm also grateful to them because finally I'm able to put a term to this feeling I would get a lot. Now, imposter syndrome, I'm going to do a whole separate episode really getting into what the heck is imposter syndrome. At a high level, it's when you kind of feel like you're fake. Now, here's a crazy thing. Sometimes I feel imposter syndrome. And logically speaking, that makes no sense. I've been doing this for 20 plus years. I've sold hundreds of millions of dollars worth of products. I've helped many people become very successful successful. I know what I'm doing. I'm smart. I'm wise. I've read a lot. I've learned a lot. I've executed a lot. I've helped a lot of people and I've made a lot. You know what happens? I end up meeting one person that I wasn't able to help or even worse, I meet someone who's helped a hell of a lot more people than I have. And I start to feel like an imposter. Am I fake? Am I real? Should I really be teaching people? Should I just shut down my YouTube channel, my podcast tomorrow? Because seriously, there's so many more smarter people out there that people should learn from. Only thing that has really helped me is staying connected to my students. And so I created my Facebook, Group at Inside My Head and a bunch of other stuff. And seeing people just pour love out over advice I give. The other thing is, I've become really good about tracking down the results of those who I help. And I don't use them. You never see me talk about them. I don't post them on the internet. It really just helps me personally, helps me get through things, knowing that no, I'm actually out there doing good stuff. I'm helping people. People love me. And so, if you have imposter syndrome, the first thing you just need to focus on is the people. You feel like an imposter because you. Feel feel like you're hurting people, well, find all the people that you've helped and surround yourself with them. Now, remember one thing about imposter syndrome as a feeling is for the most part, it kind of comes and goes. It's not a permanent feeling. So ride through it a little bit. But I also want to say like some of you, I'm just going to be honest, might actually be imposters. And you do want to check into that too. You will know though, right? Like if you're out lying and selling things that don't work and that you've never done and you're just collecting the check, well, you know who you are and you should probably stop doing it. Move on to reason number two. Exhaustion. It's very simple. Sometimes we overdo it. Sometimes we're freaking exhausted. Exhausted. Sometimes we don't delegate enough. Sometimes we're just really tired. So first of all, by the way, I've become very good at reflecting. So if I feel like quitting, the first thing I know about myself is that's not what I really want to do. I ask myself, what's going on underneath? If I'm just super tired, how do I know? Well, I've been sleeping four hour days. I am cranky. I'm sleepy. I keep passing out in random places. I have no energy. I don't want to do things. I don't want to go out. Okay, come on. We know when we're tired. You know what I do? Or shattering advice. No, take a weekend. Just, I have something to tell you that's going to shock you. If you take Saturday, Sunday completely completely off and don't reply to emails and don't talk to people and just sleep. When you wake up Monday, world will still be there. The world will not have ceased to operate because you took a weekend off. Take a weekend off, get rest, get sleep, it goes away. I mean it. This is probably one of the reasons I wanna quit more than ever. Um, it happens a lot less now because I have an amazing team and I've learned to delegate and honestly, I catch myself when I'm getting really tired, I just sleep. Number three, complete lack of appreciation or acknowledgement. This is a big one. All right, here I'm gonna vent. I'm gonna bring some truth to you. Hey, listen, as a business owner, I feel like we're getting kicked in the balls left and right, front and back, and we are just demonized in the world. It's the truth. You know what? Every message you hear is about how much should be given and poured upon and given to the team members and to the employees and to everybody else and how evil business owners are and how horrible they are and how they should be. It gets exhausting after a while. So this is a true feeling. I'm tell- I'm being honest with you right now. I love my team. I have best team in the freaking planet and I think I'm very good to them. But sometimes, God, it would be nice to just hear a thank you. Sometimes it'd be so nice just to have someone say, thank you for this job. I love it here. Sometimes. Most of the time, you know, business owners just get to hear all the crap. I'm not happy. You didn't do this for me. I'm unhappy here. I'm going to go there. Listen, in the end, business owners are humans as well. So if employees should be really appreciated all the time, I agree with that sentiment. So should the business owners though. So I've wanted to quit many times because I've said, why do I do this? No one even cares. No one even likes me. You know what I find out later on? I find out that it's Completely false belief, and that actually everyone who I work with loves me and cares and is super appreciative about it. I'm just letting you know that if you have a great job and you have a great boss who's taking bullets for you every day, you have no idea how much it'll mean to them if you just go to them and say, Hey, you know what, man? thanks. love working for you. You're awesome. If you're on the other side and you're just not getting enough of that, how do you address that? You just get used to it. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, Wait, What are you going to do? I'm not going to go to my employees and be like, You guys should love me more and appreciate me more. No, you just stop looking for it. Find hobbies, make some damn friends, putting every ounce of yourself into the business, and you'll get all that love and appreciation elsewhere. That's fine. And you do get used to it on the business side. Uh, number four, boredom. Uh, entrepreneurs, we have shiny object syndrome. We get bored quickly. So another big reason to find a hobby. Some of the worst things I've done in my business were because I was bored. Sometimes business gets boring. Let it run, let it do what it does. Don't be always innovating, it'll kill you. I'm speaking from confidence, okay? Or speaking from experience, that's for me. If you find yourself getting really bored and you need a lot of that intellectual stimulation, here's what you do. Either A, consider a new business. If you've got your existing business, Is running so well that it's boring to you? Might be time to launch something different. Let that one run. Delegate it. Get someone to run that thing and go do something new. Stop trying to impact that one though. You'll ruin that business. Freaking, I don't know. Find a hobby, dude. Go race cars or something. Get your adrenaline out in other areas. That's what I did. So when I get super bored of something, I know one of few things. One, it's time to automate that business. Get other people in place because if I'm too bored in it, I'm going to blow it up. That's what I know I do. Or exit the business, sell it. Or if I really am bored and I really hate it, just shut it down. Go on and do something different. Or that excitement. that fun you're looking for go find it in something different than your business number five ego and jealousy is a big one guess what i have an ego too and i get jealous oh there i said it felt good this is a big one. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Everyone will say, but you can't do that. So every six months you're going to get kicked in the ass by somebody else who's doing way better than you. And you're going to think "It's it. I quit. Nobody loves me. This person is so much better than me. I quit. Quit then. That's that's like my coaching. All right, as I, When I'm coaching someone, I'm like, all right, fine, I quit. Your ego gets hurt. I've decided to say, instead of being jealous, I like to say, how can I be inspired? So I look at what someone's doing, who's doing it way better than me, who's getting a lot more adulation or credit or everyone's talking about and praising this person. I'm like, I want to be that person. Great. Well, what did they do? What can you learn from them? How can you be humbled in this situation and not hate them or be jealous, but actually be inspired? Actually really works for me. I start making a list of things I'd like to see changed in myself or my business. And sometimes I just give it a few days because it passes. But yeah, that's right. Sometimes I've wanted to quit because I'm jealous. There, I said it. It's normal. Number six, fear. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs, I call them spreadsheet entrepreneurs or Excel entrepreneurs. They love to map out an idea on an Excel spreadsheet. And then when it comes time to execute, oh, boop, deet, out the door they go. Why? Because they're scared jealous of doing it. Because what if it doesn't work? Then they'll have to face not the world, but themselves. And fear of failure is massive. And believe it or not, fear of failure gets worse as you become more successful. Isn't that weird? You have more to lose, you have more to prove, you have more people watching, you, you have more accountability. So how do I get over the fear of failure? Quite honestly, I asked myself one very simple question. If I'm working on this company or this project and it fails, will I still have food on the table? Will I still live in the same home I live in? Will I drive the same? same car will I still have a great life, then what's really going to hurt? My ego? Ah, I hurt my ego all the time. I'll be fine. So if you're in a place where your reason is fear, you want to figure out what are you afraid of? Is that fear logical or is it emotional? Logical fear protects us. If your answers to those questions are, yep, if that doesn't work, I'm dead. I'm not going to have food for my kids. You probably don't want to do that thing. Seriously, that's a gamble that's too much. If your fear is just emotional, it's ego driven, just the fact that you recognize that is going to change the entire fear for you. Now, number seven last but by no means, Least. Negative people! <laughs> All right, you want to know what it feels like to get negative people? Post five videos on TikTok. That's it, that's my challenge to you. Go post five, say something into a camera, make five videos, post it on TikTok, and you'll get a dose of how the rest of the world, angry, bitter, pissed off, jealous, stupid, divided, and ready to attack. That's just how people are. Some people can't take it. Me, I laugh. Negative people is almost never a reason for me to wanna quit. I gotta tell you, I wrote this one down for you. I have been way over this. Maybe it was like 10, 15 years ago. You wanna check out negative people. You know what? even make the five videos, save yourself uh, the hassle. Go to my TikTok and check it out. Holy crap, the names I'm called, the things that are said. Sometimes I just sit back and I'm like, man, there are some seriously unhappy people in this world. So my wife said this one thing to me, I'd never heard it before. And it has completely transformed how I look at negative people. Okay. She said this to me, like a year into our marriage, we're having a conversation and she's, we were talking about somebody who was being nasty. And she goes to me really nonchalantly, she goes, well, you know what they say, right? I'm like, what? She goes, hurt people hurt. I was like, what? She's like, hurt people hurt. Now, apparently this is like a very famous saying. And to me, I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I was like, oh, you are the wise one. And she's laughing like, uh, everyone says this. I'm like, it made so much sense to me. So if you're being negative, it's not a reflection on how you feel about me. It's a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So guess what? You're going to be negative on me. I give you a hug. You need it. You're sad. It's a new perspective. So if people are being negative to you, I just have something to say to you. Who cares? Do not let negative people be the reason you quit. A uh, heck you can do. Any other reason could be fine. You're not let negative people be the reason you quit. But what's the more practical solution? Just stop being around them. Look, if you can't handle the negative comments that TikTok sends your way when you post videos, there's other ways to get traffic. Remove the instigating, triggering thing. Just remove it. So, there you go. We've had a very good emotional conversation. If you want to quit all the time, it's probably one of these seven reasons. Figure it out. Go through it. If I can help, let me know. It's natural. It happens. And trust me, I ain't quitting on you. We got this. We're going to fight through this together. And if you want to be a part of the community to help you do that, go join us at lurnexpert.com And hey, listen to our podcast episodes at onicpodcast.com. And just smile, Oh, man, you're going to be all right. We're going to do this together. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Ngall.